Hello and welcome to the AirBuds Podcast. Wow, you're all our best friends, and we're sorry we haven't been texting you. My name is Jamel Johnson, in case you forgot. My name is Mike Benner, and honestly, I hope you get the message. There's a reason we haven't been texting you. <laughs> you, you hear that? <laughs> you sons of bitches. We are without Peter, so let me be the one to say, Jamel, happy basketball. Happy basketball, Michael. Michael. Remember, um, ba- like, happy basketball became kind of like a uh, an organic catchphrase of our show because Peter would say it every time and would cram it in. Uh, he would make, would make sure. Would make sure to get it. And then there was one time where uh, he didn't say it, so, like, I said it. Uh, because we had just been saying happy basketball at the top of the show for three years at that point, and he didn't say it for one episode for some reason, and I said it, and he got mad, and he kind of has stopped saying it ever since. Bro, I... This this show... You want to know what will means? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Will, it's this. We're willing ourselves to podcast every day. Of our natural born lives. Well, happy basketball, happy podcasting, uh, happy birthday to my wife, Deborah Kim. Um, but bef- before we get uh, into the show proper, Jamal, we got some business we want to take care of, right? I love I love business. Uh, business. We were talking while we were in Vegas. The Airbuds uh, did Vegas, and we were talking about how you're probably the only one with any kind of business sense of the three of us. Which doesn't feel right. I mean, it feels right to me. As someone with no business sense at all, I, I, I'm happy I can lean on you. That's not correct. You have business sense. You're not destitute. Don't act like you're podcasting from a box somewhere. You have a home, dude. I I do live in a home, but uh, let's get to our business. Uh, guys, if you want to help us out, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. It helps us climb the charts, the algorithms, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if you just click that five-star button and, and write something, it helps people find us. Tell all your friends. Look, every once in a while, uh, maybe once a week, we get we get mentioned. Uh, people are looking for good basketball podcasts they may not have heard of, and we get tagged by people. Uh, you know what? Go tell your friends to listen to us. You know, Let's get some word of mouth. Word on the street marketing happening. Uh, it's good. Come yeah. on, yeah. And then uh, if you want to support us even more, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod for $5 a month. You get bonus content. You get episodes every week exclusive to the Patreon. And then you get access to our Discord, uh, which is always popping off with silly discussions about God knows what, basketball and things beyond. Um, a lot of people in there. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, I've learned a lot. I've I've been turned on to things in the Discord. I've, I've it's it's a it's a great it's a great place to be every day. Uh, so yeah, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod. Jamal, is there anything else we want to plug? Uh, I just want to say happy Indigenous Columbus Day to all my people, all my folks, all around, everywhere. Mamma Mia! Here we go again. That piece of shit, Christopher Columbus, is still getting celebrated. Um. Way to uh, stumble onto the wrong place and then decide, I'm going to murder people and call it America, you piece of shit. He set the tone. 
Yeah. In, in sports, it's about setting a tone. You want to start the game. It's not how you start, but and it's how you finish. But you got to set the tone. Yeah. Um. Great. Business concluded, Jamel. Is that right? That's, that's awesome. I have no, uh, yeah, I have no business sense, so I need you to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, we're not doing business anymore. Now we're having fun again. Flip the switch. Whew, man, I'm so happy to be having fun again. I know you love fun, bro. I'm actually, <laughs> personally, I'm kind of sick of fun. Well, you just got back from a fun trip to Denver, Colorado. Is that true? Yes. Too much fun? It's just, Denver is the weirdest place in the country. I don't want to, I don't give a fuck what Blazer Twitter says. I don't give a fuck. Denver is super strange. Well, Portland is like weird in that it's like trying to be weird. It's like it's like being like, aren't we so fucking weird? Uh, and then Denver's weird in the way that like the kid that like you know shot up the school was like he was so quiet and mild mannered. <laughs> exactly, bro. Yeah. somebody is walking around on mushrooms with a gun. <laughs> yeah. That's well, Denver. Uh, what, what happened? So you, you went out there to do a bunch of comedy shows, correct? Yes, I did some shows, fun shows. Denver Comedy Lounge. Shouts out to Ben Kronberg. Very fun. Uh, comedy Fort in Fort Collins. Also very fun. I think it's Dave Gonzalez. I don't know his last name. I, I'll, I'll know it before the end of the show. Also fun. Boulder Comedy Show, extremely fun. Cypher Sound showed up and did like 30 minutes, and it was fun. Wow. Yeah, it's just... Did I see that uh, on, on Instagram stories that you were hanging out with friend of the podcast, David Borey? Yes, I was hanging out with David Borey. We went to a karaoke night that was a shit show. And what song did you sing? So Far Away by Carol King. I saw that video. It was delightful. Thanks. I'm just so many people walked out when I started it. <laughs> what were other people singing? Well, you know, just like more like up tempo. We're doing, they're doing in sync and, you know, just trying to keep the party alive. And I decided I don't want to party anymore. I want to feel some stuff. You were like, it's gonna be me to bring this party down. Yeah, to the fucking ground. <laughs> I mean, the thing about it was, it was real nutty. Like, nobody was in charge of this karaoke, man. It's like that, uh, it's like the uh, All-Star Lanes bowling alley karaoke where it's just bedlam in there. Exactly. It was exactly that. And uh, playing the role of the Somali Pirates was like four white guys in trucker hats mm -hmm. they were just like we're taking this thing over and they almost did they're just getting trucker hats in denver right uh yeah yeah i think a truck you know one of pharrell's trucks got knocked over yeah a von dutch truck flipped on the highway in the rockies and and the hats just kind of fell down the mountain to denver yeah, well, after the people who live in the mountain ate the driver, once they <laughs> killed and consumed the driver, they then decided maybe we should flip some of these hats. Now, Jamel, here's the here's the reason why we want to talk about Denver. 
the only reason I brought it up, did you wear the Bobby Hill Nikola Jokic t-shirt and did anybody say anything? I didn't only because oh. it wasn't it wasn't clean. I was getting ready to go and I have two of them and neither of them were clean. They were both in my laundry. So I couldn't really justify it. But honestly, I mean, I'm kind of glad because they were hating on the WNBA hard. Like this girl, this woman in a Nuggets hoodie. I'm standing outside of a show with my phone watching the game. It's game five of the semis. It's a one-point game with two minutes left. It's intense as hell. She's like, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, WNBA semis. And she was just like, you watched it? She like laughed at me in my face. And I was like, why do you hate it? And she's like, they move the ball too much. <laughs> That's a funny reason. <laughs> yeah, she was like, I played basketball. I'm like, okay, so really why do you – tell us why you mad then. Is she mad because she didn't make the league? I mean, maybe a little bit. But then she kind of start once – she, like, looked at my phone and saw it was a close game, and she started watching it, and I wanted to be like, nah, you don't get to – if you can't handle me at my worst, <laughs> you don't get to see a close playoff game on my phone. Well, but I allowed it. Jamel, I, I, I hate to mention it now that you're 1,500 miles away from the situation, but uh, it sounds like maybe she was like doing the kind of uh, middle school flirt with you. She was kind of like, she was nagging you. She was trying to like be mean to you. She was calling you big head. She was trying to like get under your skin. This person was, you. This person was married. She was just being a tool. Well, you know, Denver's weird. They might have been looking for a third. This might have been her way of being like, hey, me and my husband were over there and we liked your vibes. Okay, she wanted to fuck me. That doesn't mean she wasn't being an <laughs> asshole. That's true. I'm, hey, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not... Two things can be true. That's true. Uh, but that was a fantastic game. Uh, Mercury uh, uh, eventually came back from, like, what, a 20-point deficit to, to beat the Aces in Game 5 and go to the Finals. Brittany Griner was incredible. Diana Taurasi was, you know, she's one of the greatest players of all time. Uh, shout out yeah. to the Aces. Uh, hopefully this just puts a fire under their asses for next year because, man, I was, many, I was rooting for them. How many fires do they need? Hopefully this is the final fire because they have more. I think they've got the most talent of any team in the league, and it's just like if they got fucking – Kelsey Plum coming off the bench, bro. Like it's like they should they should be in the finals right now. They just I think didn't have the experience or the you know they don't have the uh, experience. I don't the know. Team's been together five years, dude. I don't know, but I still think of like Kelsey Plum and Dierica Hamby like as as being kind of young. As they haven't been around. They haven't been together for five years. I don't think they've been around for five years. Okay, okay, okay. We about to we about to find out together. You gonna Google it? Yep, I'm googling it right now. But Las I mean, Vegas Aces history. How many years? Drums, please. Uh, 2013. Well, I stand corrected. I thought I thought they were only around since like 2016. 
27. I guess I would put them at five years anyways. Maybe. Well, hold on. Let me just double check because now I'm bugging. Um, and also, uh, <laughs> there's two Las Vegas Aces pages. On Wikipedia? remember that. Yeah. Man, okay, the- so it's it has been less. Oh. 18. 18, okay. But, but Kelsey Plum was there from the jump. Yeah, but she like missed the whole season. She's still like she's only like twenty four, twenty five. They got a conference title in twenty twenty. Yeah, but look, I'm just saying. You look at Diana Taurasi and the Mercury. I think in Brittany Griner, like they have cumulatively like much more experience. I think than the Aces do. It wasn't. They played into Brittany Griner's hands. Like even that last shot, Asia Wilson trying to go to the rim to get fouled. When she easily could have pulled up for her jumper. Yeah. Asia Wilson is 12-foot jumper. We watch it every day of our goddamn lives. And she tried to go get a foul. Just a poor decision. Cam Beige getting her shit packed at the end of the game as well. That's another thing with Cam Beige is that, like, you say they've been together for, you know, forever. Like, Cam Beige has been, like, in and out. She missed a whole season because of COVID. Like, there's just, like... I think they have incredible amounts of talent, but like the chemistry might be suffering because like, you know, she, she missed three weeks at the end of the season because of COVID and then like came in for the playoffs and it seemed like it was a bumpy kind of road back to, to fitting her into the rotation. Uh, I don't know. Maybe if everybody's together for a full season and nobody gets COVID and nobody gets injured, they might roll to the finals. Right. But all that is being said, it is now the Mercury in the Sky. Uh, game one of the finals was yesterday, and the Sky willed themselves to a huge victory, Javel. Yeah. Well, <laughs> is a How do you will blow? Okay. You don't will your way to a blowout win. If you blew somebody out, you just played good. Will implies that the game was close and you had to dig deep. You don't dig deep in a blowout. I mean, would you say that Kumail Nanjiani willed himself to making millions of dollars as a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He willed himself to never have to do stand-up again. Is that what every stand-up is trying to do? Well, that's what most of them are trying to do. I feel like you're a guy that's like, you're going to blow up eventually and get huge, but still like be doing weird shows and bars at like, you know, a barber shop in Echo Park or something. Well, yeah, that's just because I don't like my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to wheel myself out of my house. Well, anyways, uh, regardless if it required will or not, the Chicago Sky beat the Phoenix Mercury 91-77 on the back of uh, monster games from Kalia Cooper, or Copper, and uh, Candace Parker. Mm -hmm. Um, Allie Quigley, Jamel says zero turnovers from Allie Quigley is the real story here. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm sorry, Vandersloot. Courtney Vandersloot. Vandersloot. Yeah. Yeah, it is the real story. What the fuck you laughing at, Benner? I don't know. I mean, she had, she had 11 assists also. Like, can that be part of it? 
<laughs> That's the impressive part, you you dingus. She has the ball the whole game. She didn't make a single mistake. I mean, the team had 15 turnovers total, so it's like I don't know, like how much her zero turn- turnovers are like. So now you're gonna say that uh, someone else throwing a turnover is her fault? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like it's not like turnovers are not a factor. Well, they it wasn't. They won by 14. Then yeah, I go, okay, sure. Then all the turnovers don't matter at all, and it's all because of Courtney Vandersloot. I- you mean the all-star point guard? I don't understand your tone, Benner. What about Stephanie Dolson? What about the, the incredible bench minutes from Stephanie Dolson? Also playing great defense on Brittany also, Reiner. 14 points off the bench for so Stephanie real- Dolson, and she played solid defense off Brittany Griner. Uh I mean, I mean, also, like, couldn't the story be that, like, the – the Mercury are coming off like a day rest and we're just tired as shit. They had a home game. You don't get to be tired at home. And I guess now that I'm looking at the box score, they shot over 50% as a team. Like almost everybody shot over 60%. Chicago, I mean. Yeah, yeah, no. The the, the sun were uh, were were playing great. I'm just saying, I'm sorry, dog, sky, not the sun. Starting point guard, game one of the finals, pitching a damn near perfect game. You gotta show, like, if Kyrie had a, a game in the finals with no turnovers, you're gonna mention it. All right, shout out to uh, Courtney Vandersloot. No turnovers. You're the MVP of the finals. I know you don't like white people, Benner. <laughs> no, I actually, I really like Courtney Vandersloot. I just, you know, I think I watched this game and I didn't come away being like the biggest story, zero turnovers from Courtney Vandersloot. Well, I mean, honestly, they've just been playing so good. It's like, this shit is boring. Like, how many times am I going to watch Kalea Copper battering ram somebody in the head for a layup? Like, it's just what happens. You called her a, like a full body punch, I think, the other day. Like you just said, like the way she uh, she goes to the lane is like a fist being thrown, and it's so accurate. She just she's so good at using her body as like a weapon and not getting called for it. Yeah, that night she elbowed somebody in the mouth, and mm-hmm. it's been they have been playing that highlight on the WNBA Instagram account since it happened. I'm like, this is assault. If you did this at the club, if they weren't wearing jerseys, charges are getting brought up. Speaking of charges, Jamel, I want to charge something to my credit card, but I can't, and it is criminal. The WNBA uh, finals are happening, probably the, the, the most watched finals in years. Uh, I can't get a fucking jersey a team jersey of any of the stars in the finals right now because the WNBA store is out. Yo, disgusting. Absolutely stupid. I want to buy a Candace Parker jersey right now and I can't. She's a, these are and the and we're talking about people who are Hall of Famers. Yeah. I you know, I get it. Supply demand. 
if you're printing up jerseys based on last year's sales, obviously you're going to underdo it because nobody was looking for jerseys last year. Yeah. And so, super- and yeah, they got hot. They made them cooler. Now we all want them. You know, I feel stupid for not pulling the trigger on on jerseys earlier in the year because I, I mean, you'll recall we we did a whole episode with uh, the fantastic Chase Bernstein kind of ranking uh, the the new WNBA jerseys. Well, yes, um, we did, and uh, I stupidly did not buy any back then, and I didn't know that like by by a quarter of the way through the season they would just all be gone forever. Bro, the way this shit is, I mean, I'm hearing, did anybody ever get paid for winning the Commissioner's Cup? Are they still waiting for, I under, look, I'm still waiting on a check from the NFL. So I understand what it's like waiting on a bag uh, in the fields of entertainment. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. Dumb. Dumb as shit. And I also and the NFL still hasn't paid you for like producing their like flagship show, Bruh, No, haven't seen haven't seen a dollar. Have seen several emails with notes. Whew. Man, you got to get that WGA protected. You would get that money by now. Nah, I can't be union. My um, my ID is expired. <laughs> I don't think I've ever they've never checked my ID at the WGA for anything. Well, that's what they told me. I went in there and they was like, Hey, um, first off, your ID's expired. Number two, you're not getting in here with them shoes. <laughs> Did they have a sign on the wall that's like no jerseys, no backward hats, no Yeah. yeah. No do rags, no Timberlands. Yeah. Yeah. No backwards football jerseys like Crick's Cross, none of that. Honestly, sounds like the WGA in a lot of ways. <laughs> and can I also just say, like, yes, I know Candace Parker is amazing. And she had like a, she almost had like, like a five, 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 like, you know what I mean? One of them games where it was like five steals, blocks, like she was all over the shit. And I was saying she should be MVP at the halfway point in the season. I just want that on the record. Yeah. No, she's just been solid. She's just been like incredibly reliable. Uh, and, you know, it, it feels good to see her willing her team to victories, Jamel, uh, given like how I think these, the spark seasons uh, kind of like fizzled out the last couple of years. Yeah. I, and I mean, you know, we, it's clear that that's on the team around her and uh, possibly coaching uh i won't go into further detail i would say that tarasi is wheeling her team more you know what i'm saying they had to that's will this the three she hit in vegas that's nuts which leads me to my next question they 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 gave out the the w25 they announced him at game one uh, nobody mentioned that Cappy Podnexter said LeBron James kidnapped her <laughs> and forced her to run basketball camps. Nobody mentioned that once. They got some sick leather jackets. Uh, but there was an even sp- more special award that was given to Diana Taurasi mm-hmm. for WNBA GOAT, which 
why in the hell we have to stop saying goat i it honestly diminishes the it, it's like a it makes it feel like it's a joke thing it is uh it, oh, well first of all congrats <coughs> excuse me Bless you. Congratulations for having the plague. Thank you. I got it. Uh, I got it in Vegas with you guys. Um, Woo! Yeah, congrats to Diana Taurasi uh, being voted the, the WNBA GOAT. Also, congrats to Sue Bird, Maya Moore, Candace Parker, and Cynthia Cooper for being the other four in the top five. Um, but, uh, yeah, it feels it, – it, it's definitely – it feels like when a brand kind of catches on to – slang a couple years too late and just like puts the nail in the coffin in terms of it being cool like do you does saying like who's the goat feel cool anymore no it feels it feels like it's just we're doing it just because we're doing it and also because um the way internet posting works is you just have to you have to have a word that people can latch on to so goat like seeing that goat emoji and just goat in all caps it gets people to stop and be like who they, who they say goat who who the goat is who y'all who y'all who goat that is yeah i i think it just feels lame and it feels like me too ish like uh not like hashtag me too but like you know obviously the goat conversation is something that is always whirling around uh, the NBA conversation, is it LeBron, is it Michael Jordan? Um, and the WNBA, this feels like very much like, well, we can have a GOAT too. It's like very, like, if they're going to like crown the WNBA's greatest player of all time, like, it doesn't feel like there was any fanfare for this. It doesn't feel like, it feels like they barely did this, right? Like, no one's talking about it on Twitter. Like, no one, yeah. like, it's just a stupid press release on the WNBA's website. They did, you know, the little small ceremony before game game one, but the, was that even on TV? I don't think I saw it. Yeah. I don't think so either. I only saw pictures and I mean, it's just for me, it's just using the term goat. It's like too, it's trying to be too cute. We're talking about someone's entire life body of work and you're reducing it to a acronym that is dumb. Like, why not just say player of the yeah. decade or you could you could say century. Who cares? We're not like if you're going to say something that doesn't make sense, player of the century makes it feel more important. I say if you're going to call a player a goat, you got They better be fucking eating a tin can on my TV. Swear to fucking God, bro. They better be fucking bumping heads with Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Uh, right. it, it feels weird. It feels like the WNBA is kind of constantly going through this like weird, like they just need to get their shit together in terms of how they market the game and present it. Uh, it, it took them forever to figure out that like, Oh, if we present players as personalities, then people will connect with them. Um, and now it feels like they're just kind of like doing this half-assed, like, uh, I guess we're turning 25. So we'll do a goat vote. Like, if I can, I don't know, just, you don't have to be just like a less moneyed version of the NBA. You could, you could make your own shit, you know? Yeah. You have to just like give up on trying to get women to watch, make this shit sound normal. Girls don't like it. Just go, just get it. Look, 
whoever likes it is gonna get it man but if you're trying to if you're trying to make this shit cute for somebody it's not the basketball fans you know when you said whoever likes it is gonna get it it's kind of like it clicked like it feels like when q-tip kind of like tried to go mainstream rap you know he like left the backpackery of trap call quest behind in like yeah. the late 90s and like started trying to be hot and sexy and like do like bad boy style hip-hop and it just didn't feel right and that's what it feels like the WNBA is doing sometimes it's trying to cross over to an audience that is never going to like that from them yeah it's like it's just not the right strategy man i want like the the average like non-sport fan woman to watch i want that but the way they're trying to get it isn't working they need to just let just let flagrant mag run the league just let <laughs> them yeah you know what i'm saying just let flagrant mag take over all the marketing like man i don't think the WNBA has like appeared cooler ever like than like when flagrant mag did their WNBA issue recently like that is i don't know yeah left flagrant mag run your marketing WNBA. that's all i gotta and say just, and then whatever man and then when it doesn't work you could blame them yeah, fuck. Yeah, just blame Ashton and the gang. Just Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be fine with that. Uh, but yeah, uh, congrats to Diana Taurasi. Uh, pretty well deserved, I would say. Uh, I don't know, Jamal, were you happy that she is the declared greatest player of all time? I mean, look, based on these playoffs, it's hard to argue with. Uh, heard some some tweets. I heard them. I didn't read them. I heard some tweets that said, "What about Maya Moore?" And like that's valid because Maya Moore is like the only time she got beat was on like uh like a like a freakish buzzer beater. True, but there is. It's weird to like uh give a greatest player of all time award to someone who like kind of left so much on the table and what she so, what Maya Moore left the league to do is incredible and you know she's become an advocate for uh justice reform and everything but it's like you know if Michael Jordan never came back for his second three-peat would he still be Michael Jordan this is true but it's like there okay so the cross sections is is so many like factors that you can't so Tarasi has been playing the longest. But Phoenix also had a lot of down years, man. Oh yeah. And I mean she was and she was hurt for some of that. We all understand. This right now is like a very good case. But okay, what about Cynthia Cooper? What about the lady who was a thirty five year old rookie who won four straight and got scoring titles? Like if she was in the WNBA from out of college, would anybody have won anything? Other than her? I don't think so. I was surprised that Lisa Leslie didn't get like more like consideration. I mean, it's tough because Candace Parker is just a, like the better version of her. Yeah. 
She's got more championships than, than Candace at the moment, though. Two? Two versus one, yeah. Well, Chicago about to win this shit, so. That's true. There that go. Yeah. Well, congrats to Candace, the future GOAT. <laughs> I guess they'll yeah. revote the GOAT in, uh, at the 30th anniversary, I guess, and it'll be you, boring yeah. at that time, too. You're going you're gonna to celebrate me by calling me a GOAT? Put some fake horns on my head, dude. There's just something weird also about like the thing that I think stands out about the WNBA the past couple of years is kind of the um, the way it's like in in many cases it feels like they've they've moved as a unit they've they've been very like ahead of the curve on social justice they've been ahead of the curve on vaccines they've been ahead of the curve on a lot of like uh public facing things and then to like kind of be like all right we're gonna like we're well known for the unity we've had these past two years but time to break it down into individual accolades and we're going to vote on which woman is better than the other women <laughs> you know this that's true like, which is not the feel that they've had at, the, at all yeah like they were, they felt like they had something building with this whole like kind of united front kind of thing, and then uh, just were like, "Well, let's do a half-ass vote to see who the best individual is." The problem, <laughs> it's the problem is there's no right answer because anybody could think of a reason that they shouldn't do anything because it's it's women succeeding and attempting to be in control of their lives which america hates that's true so we'll always just find like they were just trying to do what the the nba did the 50th anniversary it was a big deal and they had everybody come out in them fucking jackets and they had john havlicek's old ass in a leather jacket and so they attempted to do the same thing to be like hey we are on par with the men. We're going to do the same thing. But it's like, it's not the same. It's not the same, but like, I, I hate I hate that shit from the NBA too. Like, I'm not going to enjoy watching the 75 greatest players at the All-Star game. Like, am I just going to fucking watch Larry Bird and a bunch of 65-year-old men in ugly jackets, like, standing around the court awkwardly for 20 minutes while I'm just like, can you start the fucking slam dunk contest, please? Like... No, no, we gotta we gotta get Carl Malone in here. He said he doesn't wear he doesn't want to wear his jacket. We gotta find him something he wants to wear. Do you think John Stockton will be there? Uh given his like recent uh like anti uh vax COVID conspiracy personality change? I mean just because he doesn't think COVID's real doesn't mean he doesn't want to be around the guys. I would imagine that a bunch of elderly basketball players are going to want everyone to be vaccinated. <laughs> a bunch of seven feet tall, 70-year-old men with giant enlarged hearts who like could drop that at any moment. Like, I don't think they want to be around COVID. I can't wait to hear John Stockton call Bill Russell a coward. <laughs> That is that's worth it. That is what the NBA's seventy fifth anniversary is okay, about. You're right. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. But even then, we're watching it because it's a shit show, not because we think it's a good idea. I mean, yeah. 
but the the fact that it is a shit show makes it a good that's idea. true well, speaking of shit shows, Jamel, let's uh, let's move on to the only other real piece of news. Uh, the ah, NBA preseason yes. is underway. Uh, you know, teams are, are feeling themselves out, kind of figuring out uh, what they want to be, what they're going to be. Uh, one player who has not been playing is trying to figure out what he's going to do, and that is Ben Simmons of the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, I, I've never heard of him. Uh, he's a he's a good basketball player. Uh, it, news broke this morning, Jamel, right before we we started recording, uh, that it looks like possibly as soon as this week, Ben Simmons will be rejoining the Philadelphia 76ers. You big dumb stupid idiot, Ben Simmons! What were you thinking? Did you acting as if last year didn't happen? What an idiot! Yeah, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, we talked about it uh, last week in our in our Vegas episode when news was kind of starting to break that morning of um, Ben Simmons kind of regretting missing these checks and and maybe wanting to come back to the team. Uh, I guess news has progressed to the point where it is likely that he's going to return to the team. Uh, Rich Paul, his agent, has been talking with Doc Rivers and and the Sixers front office. Uh, something that really hasn't happened much over the summer. Um, yeah, I I guess my this goes back to the question I keep asking Jamel: Is Rich Paul a good agent? Well, you know, it's hard to say because Ben Simmons seems like a terrible teammate. Or okay, wait, let me take that back because I'm sure when he's playing especially because he doesn't want to shoot. He's a great teammate in an actual game, but a terrible co-worker. You understand? He doesn't give a shit when he's off. He doesn't give a shit who's there. Don't call me in. I'm not picking up the phone. You know what I mean? Every week he's late and it's a car accident again. Yeah, I think you're on to something. I think he's just probably not a fun guy to be around uh, at work, off work. Um, probably doesn't show up to many, you know, after work happy hours. And if he does, he's kind of like, oh, great, Ben's here. I don't want to get stuck talking to him. And he's used to um, threatening to withhold his beautiful basketball skills and wisdom to get his way. I mean... He did the same thing in college, mm -hmm. and he tried to pull the same thing now. And every NBA player, all they ever talk about is being in control of their destiny and taking the power back from the owners. And he's dumb as shit, so he's like, I'm going to do the same thing, but without considering the fact that he ruined his own value. He's acting as if he never ruined his own value because he's large or whatever. Yeah, and I think that goes back to like the the guy. I don't think Rich. I don't know if Rich could tell him anything. You said that you were the one who was like, I don't think Rich Paul can control him. Oh, I don't think I don't know if it's a matter of control, but it's I think when you're making when a guy negotiates a giant you know 
forty million dollar a year contract for you, you tend to listen to him and take his advice. I don't think Rich Paul is controlling him. I think Rich Paul might be giving him bad advice. Mm. So you're saying Rich is the one who said play hardball? You're merely you're you're just wondering if it's possible. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I guess there is a world where Rich Paul is saying, Ben, we shouldn't be doing this. You should report to camp. Why are you holding out? But that's not what the reports have been. The reports have been that Rich Paul has been the one kind of urging him to hold out. And there's also reports that Rich Paul hates Philadelphia and the Sixers. Well, that's fair. There's a lot to hate there. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I guess, I mean... Uh, I mean, Ben being the face of the Timberwolves or, you know, some team that's never going to win. Maybe that is good for Ben because Ben also to this point has proven he can't handle the big stage. No, yeah, I mean, he they were they were one dunk away, basically, from going to the conference finals and he passed that open dunk up to uh to to a Matisse Thibel missed layup. So like Yeah. I think there's something about Ben Simmons. He's not good under pressure and uh I don't know. I, I guess I've been saying this the entire time, Jamal. My ideal situation is that Ben Simmons comes back, they reconcile, they somehow learn how to play together again and he ends up just shooting three times a game from from beyond 10 feet. <laughs> High hopes, dude. I, I'll keep saying, I, I don't even, I, I, I've said it a thousand times. He doesn't even have to learn how to shoot good. All he has to do is throw the fucking ball at the rim, and that will improve the Sixers team offense tenfold. As long as he's throwing the ball up, then the then teams can't sag off him by twenty feet. Yeah, damn. I wish I had drafted him last night. Now I know I was. Uh, we had a uh, for the listeners. Jamel is uh, has joined a long running fantasy basketball league that me and Peter have been in for a while, um, and uh, people were uh, kind of taunting me a little bit about drafting Ben Simmons, and I played it cool and was like, ah, I don't want Ben Simmons. Meanwhile, in my mind, just waiting for the keeper round to come uh, so I can snag him. And then the keeper round came, and the guy right before me, who happens to be Peter's cousin, took Ben Simmons from me. Yep. yep. That is how I was it goes. Like, Fuck! I had a dude. Yeah, the same thing happened in my fantasy football draft, which I won't get into. Different show. Yeah. Uh well, you know, I, I I welcome Ben back into the fold. Uh, I think, uh, you know, Sixers fans are going to be mad at him forever. But, you know, like, fuck the fans. Who gives a shit? Just, just play with Joel Embiid, who makes you infinitely better than you are. And the stats hold that up. Uh, like... And then just shoot a few times, and then, and then every, everything else can stay the same, Ben. Just three possessions a game to shoot from, from 10 feet or beyond. I hope he listens to the show. <laughs> oh, Ben, if you want to be, if, yeah, if you want to come on the show, uh, hit us up at Airbuds Pod on there. DM us. 
and I and I hope you don't misunderstood what I said about girls not liking the WNBA. It's not. That's. I didn't mean it like that. Okay. Well, I think traditionally, uh, sports in general is it favors you know fandom is favored towards men. Um, so I imagine the WNBA is no different. I imagine it is probably a 60-40, if not more, split men to female fans. Yeah. I just I just wish I knew. I wish I knew, y'all. You know what's nice about the WNBA, though? You know, like, you know people that, like, aren't into sports and, like, when, like, you're talking about, like, like basketball or or football or whatever and like people are like oh yay sports ball go team you know the whole sports ball thing yeah which is only which is very specific to our like regular line of work it, like writing comedy yeah. these are the people who are like oh sport you you watch that barbaric yeah but i feel like like shut up people don't you don't get the like yay sports ball stuff when I, when you're talking about WNBA. Nah, I'd be real nah, motherfuckers try to act extra interested. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. It's like, oh wow, a women's sports league? Oh oh yeah, wow, I heard um that was happening. They yeah. got a there, there's a game on today, right? Yeah. Nigga, it's the finals. Yeah. Well as an ally What do you yeah. mean it's a game? Yeah. <laughs> it's a dude with a fucking a tweed jacket with elbow pads. <laughs> Uh, Jamel, let's wrap this up. Uh, got anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Uh, I'm in New Orleans this weekend. Uh, the, the the Broccoli House Comedy Fest is this Thursday at the New Orleans Comedy House. If you're in New Orleans, go to that. Uh, hit up Jamel at Broccoli House on Instagram, and, at Nonprofit Comic yeah, and, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And potentially a secret show Friday night down there as well. Stay tuned. Secret show. And I want to give a shout out to my guy Adam over at uh, Bait in Denver. Hell yeah! He, I wore my uh, I wore my Mystics hoodie and he liked it. Beautiful shout out, Adam at Bait. Bait, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a little, it's like the um, it's like the nice hype beast store, like, like once again, like Seattle, Portland. These are like cities of like nice white people you know what i'm saying where it's like they all finish college they're all like cool that's bait supreme store this is where the maniacs are this is where you might get robbed this is where somebody is trying to actively sell you fake supreme while you wait in line that's denver you see what i'm saying yeah At Airbuds Pod on all social medias. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Airbuds Pod if you want to support the buds. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Bye-bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye-bye.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.